Welcome to the Dirt by Brita podcast. My name is Jeremy, and in this episode, we sat down with Ruben Chadwick, one of Australia's top hard enduro riders, and got his full story. Now, we did this episode kind of twice, one at Kosciuszko, one at Hilston. We've kind of mashed them together. We had some issues uh, at Kosciuszko, just how much rain there was. Some of our equipment got a bit damaged. And then, obviously, Hilston, we had a helicopter going around. So it's a bit of a blend of both, kind of the same story. We've just got a, a lot more information jammed into uh, one awesome episode. So thanks, Ruben, for your patience uh, and also for your stories because it was, it was really cool to sit down and get all that information from you. Go follow Ruben Chadwick on social media. He's got some really cool stuff. He, he's kind of all over multiple disciplines of racing, and it's really cool to see, and it really shows in his riding, especially at Hilston. Some awesome results in the prologue and then uh, and then followed up in the actual main race. So go to follow Ruben. Thanks as well to Michael Chapman for sitting in with us. Big fan of his. Uh, go check him out. He's got some pretty cool things happening in the future uh, on a on a gasser, which is uh, kind of what leads us to a gasser life as well. So check out our socials. We've got a bit of a bit of a plan for the future. Working alongside Peter Stevens and finance my bike. We kind of. Have a little secret project in the works. Plus, we have big news coming up as well. We we have a new host coming on board. We're kind of changing the dynamics of the podcast a little bit. So there's a, there's a fair few changes happening with the old Dead Bite Burritos. So stay tuned. Uh, it's really exciting. And uh, I can't wait for you all to get your earbuds around it. As always, massive thanks to Grassroots Hard Enduro, B&B Off-Road, Goatman Extreme, Whole Shot Graphics, On Point Motor Suspension, Acherby's Australia, Global Racing Girls, and Adventure On Store. Thank you so much for your support. Make sure you go enter some events too. It's coming to the pointy end of the year. Uh, insane rides on this weekend. If you listen to this on Friday or as soon as it comes out, um, super excited uh, that that's going ahead. Unfortunately, we're not going to make it because we are off to Kalgoorlie and I've got to save my pennies to go to that, which is uh, brings up another point. The Kalgoorlie Desert Race is on. We still have one spot left in the van for people who want to come along. Uh, don't miss out. This one's going to be an absolute cracker event. Uh, yeah, super stoked to come along. Super stoked for anyone to come along and join us. And Wildwood as well. New South Wales Hard Enduro rounds are coming up. There's just, there's so much racing. Don't miss out because then there's a long, hot summer and, uh, you regret it. So <laughs> thanks again to everyone listening. Thanks for all the support and, uh, keep roosting your mates. Cheers. Welcome to the Dirt Bike Burrito Podcast. Each episode, the crew will be talking with riders, organisers and supports in the off-road motorcycle scene. From desert racing and hard enduro to flat track and trials, a little bit of everything rolled into one, a dirt bike burrito. Follow us and stay up to date with upcoming guests on our social media pages and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, just a heads up, these boys and girls are passionate about what they do. Some bad words could jump out throughout the episode. So sit back in your car or crank your workout to the next level and enjoy. <clears throat> Welcome to the Bike Burrito Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and I'm sitting here at Hillston, uh, the latest round of the Grassroots Hard Enduro Series. We're there with my mate Michael. How are you, Michael? Good, thank you. Uh, it's first time on the podcast. Long-time listener. Well, you only started listening last week, didn't you? Last week? Yeah. No, I've been listening since Tenerfield last year. <laughs> oh, that's so romantic. <laughs> it uh, is, you, yep. It's... You've turned up on your, uh, your gas gas, mate. It's very shiny, very thank pretty. You. Yep, brand new. Picked it up on the way up here. Where'd you get it from? I got it from Aaron from Peter Stevens in Geelong. Yeah, super so. guy. Uh, that, that guy, uh, I think I'm going to have to go talk to him, I reckon. I think you will. It'll do your, do your hot deal. Uh, 350 may have my name on it. I reckon. I reckon yeah. so. He's the gas gas man. He is the gas gas man. I've heard that, so I'm going to check it out. But we're actually here with a real rider. Not just you and me, <laughs> mate. Not, not just us Gumbies. 
Reuben Chadwick, how are you, my friend? Hello, yeah, I'm good. Just uh, just got back from a prologue and the arm pump's gone down and I'm feeling relaxed. So, so did you, you do still get arm pumping and things like that. How many laps did you do? Uh, yeah, so I went out for two. Um, my first one was all right, but then, yeah, for some reason on my second one, just pumped up real bad. So, really? Yeah. I'd always imagine, like, goal guys would just not get arm pump on, like, such a short little circuit. I thought you guys kind of had, like, good endurance and then got arm pump. Is that kind no, of No, I think it's more just when you go straight into it from cold, that's when I get it. Um... So I find in the main race, I never really get it because you kind of just ease into it a bit more. You're sort of more going for that endurance. Um, yeah. Whereas the prologue, it's a sprint and you're like pushing as hard as you can from the start. So I think that's what really triggers it. Do you do you have like training tracks at home for prologue, like to, to learn to do sprint kind of training? Um, yeah, a little bit. Like I mainly just focus on the extreme stuff, but um, more that comes from me doing a few... Uh, like Queensland sprint rounds and stuff yeah. like that. That's sort of what I use as, as to keep my, my speed up. Um, but at home, it's pretty pretty gnarly, horrible billy goat country, so there's not really any nice spots to put in a nice uh, sprint track. Is it like this, the, the terrain? Um, oh, it's more, yeah, it's sort of similar, but the dirt's just not nice and loamy like this. Like the rocks, kind of similar, loose, rolly rocks, but then just... Um, Horrible, dry, shaly dirt. Not like this nice, loamy stuff. Yeah, I guess it's really wet out here at the moment. Like, super wet. Poor Michael got bogged literally just out here on the on the driveway. <laughs> Poor sprinter. Yeah, it was bogged. It was yeah. all of us pushing it. But Back out straight. there... Yeah, that's it. But it's kind of when you hit the singles kind of at the top of that prologue, there was, you know, rocks either the size of a cricket ball or the size of a basketball that would just move on you real quick. Yeah. No, it was, um, it was good. I was pretty surprised. Like, yeah, the bike felt good. It, it stayed like oh yeah on rails pretty much all through it like as soon as you got off off the line there it was pretty scary because there was a lot of yeah random rocks rolling around and yeah. um, you really had to try and try and stay focused and stay on that main line that's it like it was up it was cool the top because you kind of did that, that single line it looked all nice and smooth where you kind of want to relax but all of a sudden there'll just be this weird jagged rock sticking out the side that wanted to kick you to the left yeah it was good i loved it it was a good prologue i reckon yeah Yep. But we're getting off topic. Let's, uh, we've already done an episode with you, which will uh, kind of mix and twine. It'll was, it was sound good. But um, let's kind of go back to the start of Ruben's life. The start of Ruben's bike life. Because <laughs> it's, it's been a lot... I mean, I guess it hasn't been to some other riders. It hasn't been super long, but it, it's been quite action-packed in such a short amount of time. Yeah, like, I guess so. Um, yeah, didn't have much of a choice when you grow up in a family full of, yeah, <laughs> bike nuts. So, yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, obviously, like everyone started on a Pee Wee 50 and... Um, yeah, got into trials and progressed through the trials stuff and, um, yeah, switched over and sort of made the leap to more enduro and, yeah. And that was only mainly because you wanted to try something new and something different, right? Yeah, pretty much. I just saw more of a, more of a future in it, I guess, really. Um, so, yeah, kind of. I don't know, seemed a bit bit cooler and, and a, yeah, a bit more, bit more uh, of a scene, so, yeah. But do you think that, like, it, with the with trials stuff, and, like, you, we've still got some amazing trials riders out there, if you hadn't gone to, to Enduro and if there wasn't, like, the hard Enduro stuff, you would have stayed with trials or you may have just, like, kind of peaked off bikes a little bit? Um, no, I reckon, like, I would have liked to have probably maybe gone a little bit higher in the trial stuff, like, I kind of, part of me wishes I had just kept with it a little bit longer and tried to sort right, of... Okay maybe get to that top top level in Australia sort of thing. Um, but in saying that too, like um, our top level trials riders really don't compare much to the European boys and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. There is a huge gap. Like you can see everywhere. I mean, not to take it away from like Carl Middleton and all those amazing riders, but the, the gap between 
like where our trials designation guys are and then like the Italians and the Spanish and thing it's just hugely different yeah 100% I mean it's it is quite but I guess that they've just got a different culture of motorcycles over there compared to here yeah yep they've got schools and shit that they can go to yeah (laughs) we have to go and learn about like Mm. I don't know maths fuck that and they get to learn about trials riding (laughs) (laughs) much better for that probably and so yeah and I mean that transition to enduro I mean you said your family is full of motorcycles. Was there much like resistance from your family to go into enduro? Nah, not at all. Um, yeah, sort of. Dad, yeah, everyone encouraged it. I mean, we always look and see all the the top uh, extreme enduro boys, like a lot of them with that trials background. So it was always sort of a thing that um, I think was going to happen. And yeah, Dad supported it. Everyone sort of supported it. So yeah. And you're riding beaters on the in the trial scene. Um, yeah, I had a few different brands actually, like. Yeah, come up through juniors and that. I think, yeah, I had a Gas Gas and then I had a um, Honda Montessa four-stroke thing. Oh, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of beaters. Um, then I've ridden, yeah, a few, like I was doing the stunt shows and stuff for Jack Field. So I was on, yeah, TRS and Gas Gas and, yeah, a few, tried, yeah, a fair few different brands. So can you backflip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mad dog. Like, <laughs> Mad dog. Like, that, that's that wall backflip, like, on the spot. Can you do that um, one? What are, what no, they... I haven't actually done that one yet. I would like to, but no, nah, just over, like, a normal, kind of like a BMX box jump, like, box yeah, yeah. jump sort of thing. Um, yeah, so I ended up, like, Jack hit me up just as I was um, sort of finishing grade 12, and um, he kind of, I guess, seen me in the trial scene and stuff, and offered to teach me how to do a, do a stunt show. So, um, yeah, took that opportunity, and it... Was really good. I'm glad I did, and um, yeah, he taught me taught me the ropes of how to how to do a show, and um, yeah, went from there. It was good. Travel, he'd fly me around to you know Sydney and Melbourne, and we'd do shows, and um, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool thing to do as a young fella. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a huge kind of eye opener as well, straight to the motorcycle scene, because you go to like all these shows and trade shows and things, and you're just doing backflips and shit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that no, was good. Um, yeah, I did that and. I still occasionally will do one with him. Um, haven't done one for a while because, obviously, with the COVID and stuff, sort of smashed that industry a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and no, I still jump on the trials bike. I can still yeah, huck a flip still, and still um, wheel it with the best of them. <laughs> yeah, try to. Um, do you still use it for training? Yeah, so I've still got a trials bike, um, and it's kind of good when I just sort of. It's real easy to just jump on in an afternoon when I've only got you know an hour hour of daylight or something, and I don't feel like pulling out the big bike i can just um jump on the trials bike and just putt around right over a rock or a log just like 10 meters from the shed or whatever yeah. like um it's just so easy and you can just yeah keep you occupied for for a while and um just playing around doing little skills like yeah for sure michael i mean you're a silver rider do you do mm-hmm. much on a trials bike no I've, I've never never ridden a trials bike and i was going to ask you is it beneficial for me like i've been riding since i was since i was young but i've never ridden a trials bike and um is it beneficial you reckon now this late in life i'm almost 30 to jump on a trial spike or is it gonna yeah look i reckon it is definitely um it's i think it's so good obviously it's really good to if you got a kid and you put them on a trials bike to start with because it's mm-hmm. um i think it's such a good base for to pretty much going to any different discipline that you'd want to but um for sure you could definitely learn things from the trials bike um i, f- I find it's good i find myself getting a little bit sloppy with some of my skills on the um extreme because you can sort of sit down and mm. and kind of paddle your way through stuff and it's kind of good for me to just yeah jump back on the trials bike and um tell myself yeah re- sort of reteach those skills and and not let myself get too sloppy with it like yeah all your, all your standard sort of things riding through creeks and and um standing up and waiting and all that sort of stuff whereas 
on the enduro bike, you can kind of just sit down on the seat, paddle through a creek, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. easy, but it's not clean. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just talent. It's just bulldogging through. Yeah, everything. just fucking paddle, yeah. paddle, 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 paddle. Doesn't paddle. have to look yeah. good as long as it works. <laughs> so, do you think then, like for training wise, like as you said, the trials bike is great for your skills, you know, your clutch control, things like that. But then the enduro bike is good for your endurance style skills. Like, is that kind of where it, it balances yeah, out? Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, you don't get much speed in trials, so. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, the enduro bike's good for that. I mean, the tr- it's funny though, like the trials bike, I can just put around riding a, a section and I'll be working hard, like I'll be buggered. Um, yeah, so right. yeah, it, it just, it's interesting, it's different. And, um, is that because you're using different muscles or I, you, is it more concentrating? I think or? so, yeah, you got to, yeah, really concentrating, concentrating on balancing, I guess obviously like you're using a lot of different muscles to keep yourself balanced on the bike and hop around and yeah, um, yeah it does take it out of you, it's, it's different, like yeah, for sure. Oh man, we're screwed then. Mm, I reckon. Yeah, yeah no, I left like it too late. Yeah. yeah, here I thought it'd be just a, like a nice little putt putt, but no, I have yeah. to work out twice. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what was it like actually doing your first kind of like transition into the enduro scene? Were you like, can, can you have best hope? Were you shit? Please tell me you were shit. Um, yeah. No, you weren't shit. Were you? No, yeah, obviously, obviously, I had to work my way up through it. Um, and I think sort of actually, yeah, my first kind of getting into it was that extreme enduro. Um, enduro, enduro cross series, sorry that they had, yeah. um, and that sort of, yeah, put me, jump started me into it a bit, and um, yeah, kind of. What went class from, did you start in? Just juniors, yeah. So yeah, it was right. like it was um, twenty fourteen. Was this the arena? Yeah, super, uh, super enduro. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, that would have felt like just kind of like a normal like trials event on a big bike, really. Kinda, yeah, pretty much. So. I sort of, yeah, went good there and won juniors and I think sort of everyone's like, what the heck, who's this Trolls kid just coming mm. out and um, I guess it was all the st- normal sort of off-road kids were there and stuff, so yeah. um thought, yeah, righto, this is good, this this could be me, so um, yeah, kept doing that and then started, yeah, getting to a few of the off-road events and Queensland rounds and yeah, obviously I was, you know, a bit further down in the pack, but sort of, yeah, trying to work on it and um, obviously had some, some skills that some of the other kids didn't and was able to pick up a bit of time here and there and um, mainly just trying to, I guess, learn a bit of aggression and, yeah, that speed and just, yeah. Sort of. So why enduro and not, say, motocross? Like, most kids go to motocross because it's kind of one of those close things as a track usually close by. Why why the enduro stuff? Um, I don't know. I guess a lot to do with the property growing up on there and, um, yeah, the motocross, I don't know. It was always... I always kind of thought it was cool and kind of thought those kids were cool that did motocross. Especially and, back then and yeah. that day, like back, what was it, like the 90s, 2000s kind of era? Um, How old are you now? No, I'm 23, almost Oh, 24. Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah, yeah. alright, yeah. okay, the 2000s, 2010s then. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, motorcycle, motocross it was still pretty big back then. I mean, it's, it's big now, but like not as, not as big as it was back that way. Yeah, um, I don't know, I guess probably Dad didn't really encourage it as much and um, yeah, just sort of that extreme enduro path sort of always kind of appealed to me, so, yeah. But, I mean, that's interesting you talked about your property because me and Michael have definitely... I know, Michael, you've definitely seen the cross-training videos. Mm, yeah. And that's kind of where everybody started learning who Ruben Chadwick is because of your property there. Yeah. You know, you're... I mean, I think the coolest thing I still have ever seen is you come in and do like a... Like almost like a 50-50 grind down a, <laughs> down a log. Yeah. That's so cool, man. I mean, I've tried that many times. It's <laughs> never... I've fucking high-side so many times. 
But that property, like, that would have been a mecca for your, your training for sure. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, very lucky to have that. Like, it's not huge, but that's um, no, good. Pretty close to Brisbane. And, um, yeah, it's funny, like, my old man grew up out there as well. And um, that's where they, like, our local sort of trials club, Western District Trials Club, first started on our property so really yeah yeah so it's a long history there for trials yeah yep right yeah, for sure and so those those sections that everyone sees in the videos they're actually is that actually a trial was that built for trials or was that built for nah, you no um that sort of enduro crossy track that i've got there that's i built that took the old bobcat down there and pushed up a few obstacles and um, really yeah so. for your enduro bike yeah right yep. okay yeah that's cool that you could do that like i know michael you ride a lot at wildwood so <laughs> yeah, you kind of get yeah, that whole you've had the, kind of, yeah. yeah that's where you kind of you've cut your teeth so that man-made stuff you really mm. excel and then ruben if you had it in your backyard like that would be just ace for you yeah um i used to i sort of i should do a little bit more because i've like kind of lost those little trick play around skills a bit when i'm just focusing a lot of like yeah just been training the extreme stuff um, go out for a couple of hours, ride up gully, smash myself. Whereas I used to sort of play around a little bit more. Yeah, doing that more. That Tim Coleman stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should. Um, yeah. I should try and do a bit more. And especially with this super enduro series coming up next yeah. year, you know, you boys are gonna have to practice. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm pretty keen for that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess from like our point of view, we look at that and go, "Oh, look how cool!" You know that there's that you're doing these cool tricks and jumping over tires or you know big fucking pole, pipes and stuff. But they're actually just really good training for you because, I mean, not that we're going to say that you did really well on the prologue track at uh, at Bathurst. I think you wiped out on the on the pipes yeah. there, did you, mate? Yeah. Well, uh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, how much? Because obviously you raced Wildwood as well. How long did it take from when you stepped on the enduro bike to? going to actually race your first hard enduro um yeah look i remember i think i was a bit young to race wildwood so i had yeah. to wait for a year or two before i could race wildwood um but yeah it was cool um it was hard that was back then that was the only hard that's enduro. right like yeah. it was hard for people to just train for that one event because it was all we had like we're yeah. pretty lucky now to have this series where we can just go from one event to the next and and build on it so um yeah wildwood was the event to do like it was the extreme the event yeah. yeah which is a crazy thought now for people who are just getting into hard enduro they're yeah. just like you know you've got the victorian stuff you've got wa hard enduro you've got new south wales and the grassroots there's just so much now but when you boys have started like there's only one race and mm. you train all your year to get to this one race like that's mental yeah so um no it was, yeah wildwood was hard and um i think too being young you just don't quite have that endurance that you get as you get a bit older like i found i'd just um probably go good for the first you know couple of hours and then just really struggle and um i think that just comes with a bit of age and yeah, yeah. it's sort of um a bit more endurance comes on but yeah i guess as well back then you were you were doing like trials stuff which you had fitness but it's like as you said it's a different kind of fitness and you're doing the off-road stuff which is still good fitness like mm. don't take it away but <laughs> when you get to this hard enduro stuff the three the four and the six hours or however long yeah. you're doing it it's like a completely different mindset even, even just the strength aspect as well like yeah. when you're younger you know you don't have that same kind Raw of strength. yeah because you're not built you know, yeah, like an adult kind of thing. So yeah, the strength and then even just like mentally being able to just keep pushing yourself, like it's a, a big part of it. I guess also like you also learn to where to push, where to stop. You're not just push, push, push. As you said from the start, you know when you get into a race, you know you kind of ease into it, and that's where I think when you're a bit younger, you're <clears throat> not really focused and you just push hard from yeah. the start and you're cooked in the first hill. Yeah, that's all your sort of little I guess race race craft kind of things that mm -hmm. you kind of learn along the way, and just something that you just kind of got to work out for yourself and yeah 
the... So what were you riding back then? What was your first, like, enduro bike? Um, so KDMs. Yeah, I used to have KDMs. It's funny. Um, we had, yeah, a good relationship with our local bike shop, um, Team Moto Maruka, and um, Dad used to obviously spend a lot of money there and buying bikes for us all. And um, anyway, yeah, started doing that uh, enduro cross stuff, and um, Lee, the the um sale the manager there and he's a really good bloke and he's like oh he's like yeah well we can i'll give you a job um on sad days if you want and then that can be like your sponsorship you can get staff discount on stuff no, and, um, mean. and get uh oils and stuff from the workshop and i was like oh yeah okay cool so that was sort of yeah first thing and i'd go in there and work sad days and um pretty much yeah obviously spend my whole wage whatever i earned there that day probably getting uh parts for my bike but um so no that was pretty cool and yeah another another thing that you just sort of get good experience and learn different things and being in that industry and yeah so it's good so you work did you work in the in the workshop side of things as well yeah i sort of just like yeah general hand like i think when i started there, i didn't even have my like license so i was just wiping down bikes and um, oh, really yeah just washing bikes detailing bikes Shit. helping i'd maybe help you know build the occasional little peewee or build a bike or something and um that sort of thing but yeah so that no, was good learnt a bit and um yeah i guess it also give you cool insight into the motorcycle industry as well from a young age you kind of learn how it works like you're not just ex- like some kids will probably just think oh cool i'm gonna get to a certain age and i'm gonna get sponsored and it's gonna give me free bikes and free this and for that you kind of really saw what it takes to like even get things from from bike companies yeah that's right for sure and i um yeah definitely been working at it for a long time and um makes it yeah pretty sweet when finally start getting a bit of help and you really appreciate it so yeah yeah. i mean i mean that's what what's going on with michael as well because you're now getting help from peter stevens which is awesome and they're really helping i mean they're helping they've been with what uh, Wildwood for years now. Yeah, like, years and years. Years yeah. and years. So it's cool that they actually are helping other riders, just yeah. like Beta's. Like, obviously, Beta's helping you, and Beta's been around for a long time helping other riders as well. So it's it's really cool to see that they're also not just picking up, you know, yeah, top-level riders like right Ruben, but they're yeah. also helping... Trying you know, to help the average Joe. Ha- average Joe, and Peter yeah. Stevens helped me, so <clears throat> give me a 350. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I think uh, from your perspective, when did you then transition over to a Beta? Because um, we don't, no, no one here likes KDM, do we? No. Nah, get that KDM. <laughs> not anymore, not here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm racing a KDM tomorrow, but after that, yeah, no, gas gas all the way. Gas 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 forever. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I had a 17 KDM was my last one, and then um, FFRC started doing my suspension, and at the time they were a beta dealer, so um, this has all come through those cross-training videos and stuff, um, so FFRC, yeah, seen that, and they yeah wanted to start doing my suspension, so... That was cool. They were doing that on the KDM. Oh, man, and then, how good um, were FFRC? Man, yeah. My beta still got their suspension in now. Yeah, so Fucking good. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, oh, they were beta. a beta dealer. And they're like, yeah, we'll get you on a beta. So, um, yeah, bought, bought a beta through them. And then, um, yeah, really liked it. I think got another one. And then um, eventually, yeah, moved on to just going yeah, straight through um, through Beta Australia, through Pat. And, um, yeah, so it was a good little stepping stone. Mm. It was awesome. And, so, yeah. Man, um, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's the dream. That is yeah. how you want it. Especially to be recognised on YouTube as well yeah. from some some weird random dude just standing in your paddock. He wasn't even, he didn't ask you, did he? He was just standing in the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> good old Barry. It was funny. It was like, yeah, right from the start of Barry... Um, yeah, back when he had not many followers back then, and now it's a pretty pretty big channel. It's, so it's a, it's a very iconic voice. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, iconic yeah. voice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you hear him from especially when he's at a grassroots event, and you'd be sitting there, and all of a sudden you hear like this little whisper of Barry. You're like, 
fuck if I've left my phone on like what's the fuck going on <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is cool that you were picked up from that did that kind of inspire you to like be better in, in some way no, I know it sounds tender. weird yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. Be, be better for sure like gives you a bit of motivation and think okay yeah this this is working it could something could happen and mm. yeah definitely sort of um, helps me yeah push along and, and um, try and get up to a high level yeah and so how was your first Wildwood um oh, it was a while ago hey yeah it was, no, it was a long um, time ago I remember, I think it was the first one. They used to have like a hill climb event on the. Yeah, yeah, that was with Jarvis. And do you, uh, there's always yeah, that iconic yeah, year of Jarvis yeah. doing one, yeah. Um, I think the year I was there, Jarvis wasn't there. I think it was the year after. That's why you won it, right? And um, yeah, won it. <laughs> they reckon I was like quicker than his time, but um, up there. But yeah, just smashed it. The Hemingway boys and stuff were there that weekend too. And um, I was on my old man's old Husseberg, actually. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, so. Um, he yeah he had a Husseberg. I think I must have only had a KDM two hundred or something at the time. I can't remember. Um, and we turned his two fifty Berg into a three hundred for the race, and then um, yeah race that other thing and it got me up the hill there and I think I won that and then um, I don't know how I did in the main race. Um, would have been I think it was maybe top ten I guess. But because did you remember. start was that bronze was that one when I used to be bronze like you had to start down or was that was that after. I think, I think I raced the top pro or gold or whatever they had. Whoa, I, think. I don't know. Mad. I think that's what it did. Yeah. Because Michael, you've done a fair few. Yeah, now. Uh, yeah I've I've raced two. So that's I did. a fair few. That's a yeah, fair, fair few. few. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair few. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I did twenty eighteen, and that was I did that in Rons, and that was I was super unfit and I just struggled. Like I just wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. And then uh-huh. I did. The last one, which was the sprints, that was during COVID. Oh, so right, because yeah. you weren't able to get down to the COVID one. Cause it, no, oh, yeah, I haven't been, I haven't done Wildwood in a while. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, because yeah. of COVID, because of Queensland. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. So it was, it was like a limited number kind of thing. It was just sprints, so around the prologue and then a little bit down the hill and, and back. And it was really good fun, actually. It was really good fun. So do you enjoy Wildwood? Yeah. Um, because of your background? Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it was brutal at the time, but I think now, after doing all these, it's probably going to feel he's a bit making it worse he's making it worse like he's, <laughs> um, he's he sinister yeah, yeah. Steve, steve i love you but you're sinister he's got a right? problem yeah, he's... <laughs> um so i'm actually pretty excited for it this year yeah for sure it's been a while and mm. um i'm definitely improved a, a hell of a lot since i was last there so yeah it'd be good no it is it's, it's i mean it's an awesome race like it's really really cool we've never raced here this is our first year to actually make it down and do it so we're stoked on it um but from as i said you're you're your trials and then you enduro and then back then you did the super enduro series like surely wildwood like would rank up there when you went and actually did it to like kind of an easy transition for you yeah like yeah for sure it was the direction i wanted to go in and um it was a bit of an eye opener as as to how hard i probably was a bit ambitious thinking i'd maybe do better than what i did when i was that age i don't know (laughs) no we all like that mate i'm fucking 30 i think i'm gonna win tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) um that was awesome yeah i remember like yeah it's a pretty um pretty horrible place there it is prickles and prickles big high voltage power lines buzzing above your head yeah, <laughs> the, the planes coming in the yeah. planes yeah and, and it's not really windy it's raining and it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine it being good in the rain oh, like, la- last year it was yeah in the last race it was raining like, it was bucketing down I was standing in like under gazebos waiting to go out it was just it was a bad time. Like, it was still good. Like, still fun. But yeah. Yeah. yeah all I don't right. know why we do it to ourselves. But yeah. <laughs> we still line up, right? We do, yeah. So then what was... Did you do like the first ever grassroots as well? The Kosciuszko Keller? Yeah, I think I would have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Had you, like, that would have been a big thing. Like, It was a big thing for Hard Enduro too. Because back then, 
I mean, it doesn't say back then. Was it 2018, maybe 2017, I think? No, shit. When was it? The first grassroots, Kosciuszko. I don't know. My first one was Tenerfield last year. I think it was 2019. I don't know. I've got a terrible memory. That yeah. sort of stuff. We lost a few years through we COVID. Lost a few years. Yeah. yeah, anyway, like that was a huge thing. I remember when it getting announced and they had all the teasers coming out and it was going to be like a first hard enduro. I mean, we were all frothing because obviously there's so many people riding hard enduro already, but we never actually had a race to yeah. go to that wasn't Wildwood. Like, how was that for you? Yeah, it was. I remember being so excited for it, um, and it was awesome. I remember, yeah, turning up there, like walking that that fig tree hill to start mm. with. And I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. This is um, this is legit. This is yeah. this is proper stuff. So yeah. And I mean, in Queensland, you guys like we've seen videos from you. Like we don't stalk too much. Um, we, we've seen some, and look, the stuff you train in is like is like proper techie, hilly kind of stuff. Kosciuszko, how did that first match up to what you were actually training for? Because yeah. I mean, we now know what each round's going to give but yeah. that first time we go to Tannerfield the first time we go to Kosciuszko you have no idea so how was that for you? Um, yeah look definitely different style of riding to what I was used to like yeah I normally just ride those rocky gullies all the way up to the top kind of thing got these gullies that just sort of start down flat in the creek and then work their way up the top of a mountain kind of thing so that's all I'd train on and then um, going there we got these big dirt hills and stuff it was definitely mm. a bit different yeah. but um it kind of suited me. I, I don't. Yeah, I do like Cozzy, um, and I sort of had. I do like hitting hills wedged, um, and yeah, it's like kind of suited me. So yeah, yeah. I think it was great. It was, I didn't. We didn't get to go. We missed it. But I mean, it was just the reviews and like watching it now. It is quite funny the progression of hard enduro in Australia. Like <clears throat> it was. It was super hard back then. And don't take it away from the guys who who did it. But like it's really Greg is really keep stepping it up. So then, how does that make your training keep stepping it up from there? Um, yeah, just I think obviously race, just racing itself. I find I um, sort of get a huge advantage from it. Like I'll um, I can train all I want, but then if I go into a race, I'll find it just sort of jumps me up another level. Every time I race, yeah. I feel like I'm getting a little bit better, a little bit better. And um, I think the same goes for all of us. Like if you look at how we were going when. The, series first started and then look at us now like we're just um getting around the tracks a lot quicker and it, the level's just going up and up so i think all of us top boys are just yeah improving leaps and bounds but yeah i mean it is great i mean i would i would have been interesting to like if we talk to you now and grassroots wasn't a thing kind of where the level of australian riders mm. would have been and i guess that's why when we look on the stage like well like don't not taking it away from you or perry or ibrahim or even solar like they're amazing you guys are amazing riders but then you look at like the european guys you know Obviously, Jarvis and Billy Bolt and things like that, who have been doing hard enduros for way longer, it uh, it definitely shows that. And I was talking to Owen like before, we're kind of like maybe one or two generation of riders away from being like top level. I mean, yeah. I said, not taking anything away from you, but like you guys are really pushing the sport, and then you guys are training the younger kids to come through, and they're really going to keep pushing the yeah, sport. Yeah, you look at like Manny, Manny's dad. Yeah, you know, one yeah. maniac. Yeah, he absolutely. Goes and does it ten years later, and and yeah. and crushes, it. and then like yeah. Owen Lock, Kogan Lock, like yeah. Kogan, like is crushing majority of the riders out there, and he's that next generation coming through. And you're the young, you know, you're young enough as well to keep picking things off Perry and, and Ibrahim and yeah, things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it would have been interesting talking to you now if there wasn't that grassroots stuff. So surely that's that grassroots has really helped your, your riding. Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess, yeah, obviously I'd like to get overseas and stuff and um, without having this to, to train on, I think I'd be, um, yeah, nowhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> have you done um, any overseas races? No, nah, not yet. It's always just... I mean, he's still young, mate. <laughs> I don't even think he's got a little, bit, little yeah. bit out of reach um, so far, but... 
I just it's one of those things that if I'm going to go and do it, I want to give it 100%. Yeah. And um, I can't really afford to just go over there and have fun and you know ride around as nice as that would be. But um, you're going to be in it to win it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. When I want to go over there, I want to know that I'm giving it my best shot. So, yeah. And what would be your first kind of overseas one you'd aim for? Um, definitely like Erzberg's probably that one that wow. I've always looked looked at from a kid. And, wow, that's awesome. Um, I guess from the trials, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of early days of back when like Taddy, you know, jumped on a bike and, and won that and um, it's kind of always been one of those events. Johnny Walker like, and all those things mm. like back then. Yeah. When, I think my first saw because of Travis Pastrana did it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Nitro Circus. Yeah, that was a long time Yeah, watching that DVD on an RM250. Yeah, that's it. That was the first time I thought, oh, these fucking guys are stupid. Why are you doing that? You would have seen there and gone, that is amazing. That's awesome, you know? Yep, like yep, that's me. That's that's where I want to get to. So so Erzberg yeah. is that one. Like not, I mean Erzberg's good, but I mean people just don't finish that. You know, like yeah, we might have like a sea to sky because that's what me and me and Michael are talking about. Because mm. I'll probably go do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. but um, not like Romaniacs or anything like that. Really? Yeah, like I obviously yeah, I'd love to do them all. Um, <laughs> As so, we would. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Erzberg looks like it's real make or break in that first yeah. bit you could go all the way over there and then uh, not even like get on the 500 line yeah, yeah. Well, only 8 people finished this year that's yeah. crazy oh, man yeah. How, especially if you're I'm going to go over there and win it no nah, mate you're not <laughs> even going to fucking you're not going to finish it yeah um, so yeah like the thought of spending you know 4 days or whatever on a 4 or 5 days on a bike at uh, Romaniac seems pretty uh, pretty wild I don't know if I'd, I'd <laughs> just imagine you know one day racing a grassroots and I'm pretty wrecked I can't imagine backing that up for multiple days but yeah 4am wake up yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just a big party Romaniac isn't it like fuck after <laughs> well probably not for your, your level for our level yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm going with yeah, well, it's yeah, just going to be a good time yeah. yeah I've seen nice that. views yeah, yeah but for you guys you really are pushing it and I guess that's what's also cool with what well, you're lucky because you're up up in Queensland, but you got to ride with so many great riders. Who's probably one of your biggest like inspiration, or not inspiration, but like one of the riders you you kind of hang out with, you get the most skill from. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. It's, it's like in Queensland, I really don't have that many people to ride with. Um, oh, he's, he's looking for friends. Yeah, I got to move down to Vic. Oh, yeah. Friends. Um, yeah, so yeah, spend a lot of time riding by myself. Um, but yeah, probably you know Wade and Perry, they're they're setting the bar pretty high at the moment so um but i mean they've also yeah. got that physical strength as well like mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're big boys yeah. you see fucking perry's forearms every time i look at them i'm like jesus christ man <laughs> calm down but um, like you're getting there too that size kind of thing really is kind of be developed over time yeah i'm sort of um yeah putting a lot into going to the gym uh, pretty consistently now and um yeah, I can feel it is helping me. Like even when yeah, upside down on a on a hill or something, and, and I can pick my bike up and go. Oh yeah, that was time that day. That was yeah. a bit easier than, than last time. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it sort of it um it definitely helps. Like I don't obviously don't want to freaking get turned into a big bodybuilder or anything like that, but just try and get a bit more strength about me. And um yeah, I think it'll help a lot. Well, I mean, and that's that's where it leads on to you, Mark, because you've just like dropped like what thirty kilos or something. Yeah, I lost 25 in the last six months. So. Oh, man, that's awesome, brother. You need to put on 25. <laughs> you should have two the over. But you did it because of riding, like you're trying to get yeah, up to the gold level. To, yeah, yeah, I'd like to give it a crack next year. And, I mean, just the way I was, I was 125 kilos. And you just, you just, I was just fucked all the time. Yeah. You, know, you go out there and you'd be all right for stuff like sprints, that kind of thing. And it was great for traction. Like, Mate, you should have run the desert, mate. You should yeah. be a desert rider without much fucking kegs on them. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was good for traction uphill, so it was great. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> but he yeah, just had no endurance or anything, and yeah. it was yeah, it wasn't any good. So, um, But, yeah, now just trying to focus more on the, the gym, and I've got a new 
like nutritionist and trainer and that kind of stuff. So Ugh. working out and all that and Ugh. trying to get stronger and fitter and yeah. And so is that what you kind of train for at the gym, like endurance, or are you just going um, to get fucking beefcake? No, nah, yeah, just a lot of weight <laughs> stuff at the moment, and um, then just I don't know, I'll go yeah, go to the gym for an hour and a half or whatever hour doing weights, and then I'll just smash like smash the treadmill or bike or whatever for twenty minutes at the end, and um, definitely more I could do. It's pretty sort of um, just yeah, basic at the moment. Don't I don't have any don't have a trainer or anything like that, but um, definitely want to spend more time yeah out on the mountain bike and push bike and stuff a bit more and um it should be good like i got i just finished my apprenticeship um a couple of weeks ago actually so hey congrats um yeah. welcome to the big money yeah so it's good to get that done and what do you um, do? i'm a plumber oh yeah that's oh there's two yeah. fucking shit stairs in here look at them both of them Damn. <laughs> yeah in general yeah yeah, yeah i'm a roofer um yeah. you two talk weird <laughs> fucking terms. Calm down, yeah. yeah you made a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, look at the money this man's got. He's got that van bog in the backyard. <laughs> fucking, oh, what a good man. Um, so that's good. Now, yeah, finish that. Um, I'm on casual now, so I've sort of aimed to just do four four days a week. And mm. um, it's going to open up a bit more time for me to, yeah, spend training and riding. And, Plumbers yeah. don't need to work two days a week, though, don't you? I've seen the cash <laughs> you guys. Yeah. It's a two-day-a-week kind of job. Yeah, yeah, yep. And no, so, I mean, I guess we we should just dive into this year, which is kind of the reason why we're re-recording this podcast. You're riding for beat on now, like yep. sick setup, like that tent setup you've got in there, the nice floors, your bikes all set up. Like, how does that feel to be riding for beat the way you are? Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, the the boys are really putting a lot lot into it, and um, got I a mechanic. It heaps. Yeah, got got really? my own mechanic. It's wow. funny. Yeah. I, um, that's full factory I never yeah. really considered myself as factory and then like um, well you're wearing beta pants yeah beta pants you look pretty factory and, um, <laughs> I need to get me a Peter Stevens hat yeah what are the shoes yeah beta shoes yeah I am beta shoes but ADB um, did a article like on my bike factory rides and um, the beta I was like oh Factory, right? Like, yeah, I guess, I guess it is. I guess I am a factory now. <laughs> yeah, um, you're factory. If you buy, if you buy, if you get your, well, I don't, know, don't even know if you buy it, but if you get your bike direct from bloody Beta, it's pretty factory. Yeah, no. Nah, so they they look after me and um, yeah. So it can can we buy your bike though, or is it like a little bit more special than the bikes that we buy? Um, no, nah, look, it's not much different. Just uh, those obviously, yeah, protection added protection parts and a um, little bit of valving in the suspension, and honestly, not. Not too far from There's a stock no, bike. No secret parts. Nah, nah, not nothing too crazy. Um, we all have hope then. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, nah, nothing, nothing too crazy. It's just really good having those boys able to just one less thing for me to worry about. They just look after the bike. I know it's gonna be gonna be good to go, and I can just come and do my job. And um, no, I've sort of got kind of the best machine possible for me. And um, mm. yeah, so. And I mean, you've been riding betas beforehand and like getting onto this new one. You, you've done a few of the Queensland off-road rant series as well because you and uh, Fraser. Fraser, yeah. Yeah, yep. you've been riding together, which is really cool because you've been learning so much from the, the off-road stuff with him as well because he's a cracker rider, especially, yeah. uh, especially on his new weapon. Has that really, now you are quote-unquote factory rider, which we're going to keep repeating. <laughs> uh, have, you re- have you actually learned more since becoming faction where you can have like, don't have as many stresses about bikes and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, it's good. Fra- yeah, it's good having Fraser. Like he's a good mate of mine. We were mates way before um, we we're both riding beaters, and um, yeah, definitely learn a bit of stuff off each other. And um, Fraser's got a lot of experience in the off-road stuff, so um, yeah, it's good to learn a bit of stuff off him. And 
Um, yeah, Ash, our sort of uh, mechanic manager, he's been in the in the industry for a, a long time doing um, a tech sort of role like that. So he he's um, got a few tricks and um, yeah, it all works. It's all working really good. Everyone sort of pulling together and we've got a good little team. So that's awesome. awesome. I mean, the setup looks sweet too. Like, it does look good. Yeah, no, it it is nice. Um, I've had a lot of people come up and yeah, I reckon it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm I was impressed. I've been <laughs> taking photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, you don't have a gas gas tent though, mate. What's going nah, on? I'll have to. Have to heat him up. You're gonna have to heat him up. Yeah, get a gas sure. gas tent. Yeah. yeah, and then we can put it next to the beta tent. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're both red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much same. Um, but then like, let's talk about the year. Like, how was your prep leading into the year, getting onto a factory rider bike? Um, yeah. Look, I don't know. Just yeah, got the. I don't know. Was it more pressure? Did you feel? Um, look, yeah, I definitely want to try and prove to beta that it's worthwhile for them putting this money into me and. Um, definitely want to want to do good but um it's also yeah also nice in a way knowing that yep i'm on a good bike i'm on everything's sort of good and i can just focus on what i got to do don't i sort of you know i'd always spend a couple of days coming up to a race working on my bike bloody welding stuff putting stuff back together <laughs> and stuff welding you know, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Like, you know you're a gold rider yeah. when you're welding your bike back together. <laughs> um, yeah trying to cobble a bike back together and um so good just just being able to do that but yeah definitely um a bit more pressure like i guess a little bit more pressure on in a way um but they're all yeah really good team and um make me feel comfortable so it's good to just got come and do my job and yeah and so leading up was kind of like a regular lead up to any kind of you know hard enduro series yeah for sure just um yeah i mean i only really get to ride weekends and stuff so it's pretty much yeah just ride just about every weekend and um fit in whatever races i can in between um yeah really enjoy racing and um sort of yeah work building building skills from from racing so i'll try and get whatever queensland sprint rounds i can do and um whatever in between like i even just a month or two ago i did a um motocross race yeah um, I saw that. yeah so on the 300 yeah yeah it was we had a little little beta crew there and um yeah race my just my practice bike um we just wound the suspension up hard and <laughs> It still wasn't hard enough for, for the jumps at Conondale, but I um, actually really enjoyed it. So um, we're actually setting up another bike for me at the moment as a dedicated motocross bike. So Oh, uh, shit. Um, yeah, that's kind of the plan now. Is that going to be a beta? Is that the beta actual motorbike? Like, it's not the actual... What's that, what's that model? Yeah, they got the uh, RX300, RX, which right. I would love one of them, but I've got a 21 model, just a 300, that I raced last year. Um, so we're just going to convert that. Um uh, yeah, just basically suspension and um, strip a few things off it, and just kind of rear and yeah, rear. all that sort of stuff, and just set it up as a um, training bike for me because um, there's like sort of local track Willowbank. They do like Willowbank Wednesdays, so now that I'm working casual, I can sort of have a Wednesday off and go out and just lap up on a motocross track, and hoping that's going to give me a bit of a, a little bit of an edge, maybe like good fitness and just good get that aggression and speed and yeah, all that. So I mean, I think that's the cool thing about grassroots is like it's not just a hard enduro track sometimes like some of them are you know there is flat track or enduro elements or hell motocross elements there's a there's a big booter out the back of this that i wasn't expecting and i'm going case that pretty hard so <laughs> it people like need to realize that yeah there, there's a lot of hard technical stuff in the grassroots but as you said before prologue is a, is a sprint and i think 
if any grassroots round this, the prologue was the most important, this round would have had to be in it. Like, yeah. obviously, if you're not for you, goal guys, because you're a smokers anyway. But like me and you, Michael, like it's important for us to get ahead because it's yeah. just bottlenecks, especially when there's 300 bloody riders on the same track. Yeah, no point to point, like yeah. man, like, it's, it's gonna be, be a bottleneck just leaving yeah. the start one. I reckon. Yeah, I like to try and yeah take advantage of those faster sections that are in set into all the tracks and mm-hmm. um, make the most out of them. So be good, like. Also, too, can get a bit boring just training extreme all the time. So it's like if I got you know motocross bike and mm. I can go out and train motocross, it's different skills that I'm picking up, and it's it's, it's more fun. interesting. Like, it's, it's hard fun. work yeah. on the track too. Yeah, yeah, yeah motocross yeah. is hard work. Yeah. Like it's a it's a real battle. It's scary. Like no, flat it's, track yeah. too. Like I found flat track is an awesome training thing as well because you're really learning that clutch. It is a lot of bike and clutch and brake control. I mean, they're all fucking loopy. I have so much respect for. Flat track riders after yeah. doing it, doing one race. I was like, "You all fucking need Jesus," but like, it is it is an awesome skill to learn to be able to do a corner at like fucking fifth gear wide open compared to like kind of putt around. So, mm. any skill or any riding is is awesome, but to be able to actually go and do it more and focus is cool. Yeah, and no, I'm hoping it'll it'll help me um, sort of improve a lot because riding once a week just I don't think it's quite enough at, at this sort of level. So um, yeah, get more riding in, more training in, just hoping it's gonna improve me a heap and yeah we'll see what see what comes well let's, let's talk about it Kosciuszko was your first round we talked to you then what a slot fest boys like what a <laughs> yes. oh fuck you know. like it was it would have been the coolest race if it was dry like we have to agree it, like, was, it, was, it was the polar opposite of the year before which was the dustiest thing oh, in the world yeah, it was and so was just, yeah yeah how did you find it because we talked to you um, on the saturday after prologue and it was I think it had rained from like the morning all the way through to the afternoon at that point, mm. and the, they'd closed a couple of the prologue sections down because the bronze were just wiping out on those tires. And it just rained all night. Oh, it rained, rained, rained. So, how did you feel going into it? Did you kind of change your bike setup after the, you know the, the rain on Saturday? Because if you remember during the week. Buddy, our Lord and Saviour Greg was like, "No, nope, it's going to be a dry round. It's come, not a single spot of rain in fucking neck minute." So, did you change your bike much that Saturday night after we talked to you? Don't think I did too much to it. Um, more, I don't know. Tried to prep myself a little bit for a, for a mutter. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look, I I do think I go better in a dusty, horrible, mongrel track because that's sort of what I'm used to. But yeah, um, yeah it was it was I I went alright there and. Um, it was good. I'm glad I sort of, I think I kind of got through some of those hard gold sections before it really started to piss down. Like I feel the boys that were a bit further behind us would have just been really having a hard time. Um, but yeah, it was brutal. I was just, remember just being wedged, like holding that thing wide open, just trying to get up these, these slippery hills. Oh, um, nice. It was hard. It was like even the silver track was so so hard oh yeah it was ridiculous yeah. what did they say like bronze went to silver silver yeah. went to gold and then gold just went to like neck and then level. they closed off some of the gold you guys just did the silver yeah, yeah. there's no way we would have got it around the gold for a second lap I don't yeah. reckon so yeah they, they did the right thing sent us out for silver and then that was equally as hard like um yeah, it was no easier than, than our gold. Like, um, yeah, I reckon that's probably the hardest event I've ever, ever done. Oh, mate, I yeah. just remember looking at... we. There was that first checkpoint, if you remember, and then there was that bottleneck going up that hill. We were stuck for 40 minutes trying to get through that. <laughs> but I mean, that was like right opposite Fig Tree. Mm. And I just remember we were sitting there and we were watching it. I'm like, there's no way guys were getting up there clean. Eh? <laughs> like, it would just be... I remember watching you and you just scream this bike up and then you just kind of flop over and then it'd just be like drag fucking drag 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 um no it was actually yeah i think i hit fig tree first and um i think this may have been like 
Yeah, maybe yeah. second lap? No. No, nah, this was, yeah, first lap. Because I think lap, Wade yeah. was in front of me and he, he got to it and he kind of balked at it a little bit, like pulled up. And then I jumped into the into the rut, like, here we go, I'm going to I'm gonna give it a shot. And um, so it actually worked out good. I just hit it as hard as I could, um, did like a motocross start from the bottom of the hill. And, um, <laughs> just locked the forks in. Just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, launched myself up there. And I actually got a bit higher than the rest of the boys did. So that was a nice little little break. Like, you get these little, little sections of the track where if you can get a little tiny little break ahead of some of the other boys, it, it can make a huge difference. Mm. And... Um, because, yeah, we're all so close at the moment and um, it just takes one of us to get like a, just that little extra metre or two up the hill or anything like that. And it's just that little bit of, like less you have to push. So, um, yeah, launched myself up there pretty good. And, um, yeah, just, just, just a battle. I remember, yeah, I got to another hill after that and um, probably cartwheeled down it like at least six times. Oh, yeah, shit. my bike, you see there was photos of my bike after that race and the bars are just bent like looked like you know cafe racer or something but <laughs> bent down and the poor thing just got um got cartwheeled I solo I think yeah we were, I was having to go at it solo got up it in front of me I think um Wade or someone got up it and then I was just thinking oh am I gonna get up this thing like I've had you know four or five goes at it and I'm just every time cartwheeling down launching myself down like and um eventually yeah just just hit it and um yeah got up there but um, Did you team up with any of the other boys at all throughout the nah, race? No, no, I didn't team up. Um, I sort of prefer to try and sort of do it on my own now just because, um, I don't know, I, it's better racing when you can just kind of do it yourself, I reckon. You but, kind of expel a lot more energy as well when you... Mm. I, I don't know, it's kind of a 50-50. You can <laughs> expel more energy helping someone else or you can save energy. It kind of depends on you and everyone else around you, you know. Sometimes yeah. it, it, it may be more beneficial for you just to keep slogging it up rather than slogging and battling up then going back down and just repeating yourself so yeah like that that's right yeah on that hill i think solo got up a bit and then he just started zigzagging and working his way up whereas i was like i'm gonna try and hit this again and just see if i can get myself up there before i start the battle of yeah dragging the bike up and yeah. um yeah eventually got it and um just kept slopping around and getting getting around the track and um and it was it was just slopping around yeah. like there was there there's a kind of a point where it went from really skillful to just fucking holding the thing on and just seeing where you even, go even like on the little just goat tracks on the side of a hill where you can oh. normally ride along it like it's you know it would be an absolutely nothing and then your bike's slipping off and sliding down the hill and you're spending so much time picking it up and Mate, it was ridiculous. Like there'd be, I, I remember there was on the silver section. You kind of got to this gully, and then you had to traverse along before you went up a hill, and it was just a bottleneck. But fuck, you try and just edge along it so gently, and then I don't know, the soil was like fuck you, and then all of a sudden you just wash your way, and you'd be down the bottom of this gully. It was yeah. epic. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, no, it was cool. It definitely added a, a different element to our racing, having uh, having a big mudder like that. So. Oh yeah, and I guess but I mean, you're from Queensland. Surely you'd be used to like raining, like sw- like swimming everywhere. No, not not really. Um, no, I don't do a huge amount of it. Um, but you do now. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So that no, was good. I remember just like coming to those downhills where it's just like a rail and um <laughs> yeah. i mean like i'd have my i'd try and stand up had front front and rear brake locked on and you're just locked in for this this bloody There's sled ride pre- pretty funny footage <laughs> like bikes and riders just like a big slip and slide going down hills yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah because i mean michael you you blew your bike up yeah so i pierced a radiator hose and ran out of coolant and i, I was able to ride at home before it 
became catastrophic. No. But it was a top end job. So it, yeah. it was really funny to hear like as well, like so many people bikes broke but then like people were running out of fuel. Yeah. And like we're only like eight Ks in or something. Like it's I don't know so how many, that happened. It's, I have yeah, no yeah, idea, yeah. but it happened so many people yeah. like oh, I ran dead out of batteries fuel. as well. Heaps of dead batteries oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, people who don't have kickstarts. Yeah. Fucking come <laughs> on boys, let's get a kickstart. How many but uh yeah it was it was it was an interesting race. Like I broke my bloody my rim lock for four fucking things. Like I, I didn't even think there was enough grip to bloody rip it off but I broke it in that it was it was a weird race. Yeah, it was so hard on the bikes. Um, oh yeah, hard on the hard on the body too. Yeah, because I think I spent a lot of time just the throttle just wedged wide open, barely moving. But that's what you had to do to get up these greasy little hills. So and that inch of like grip that would just yeah. kind of pop up every now and then. Yeah, yeah, I'm just pulling gears, just holding it pinned and just trying yeah. to. Um, <laughs> you feel a bit yeah. bad, don't you? That- yeah. <laughs> no mechanical symptoms yeah. on a bike, especially when you, especially when you slipped and you watched it slide. You're like, I'm not fucking saving you. You, you started this journey, off you go. Like, <laughs> but then, uh, so then after that round, what did we go to? After that, it was. Uh, Mount Morgan. Yeah, Mount Morgan. That's right. We didn't go there. So how did you find Mount Morgan? Because that would have been more like for you. I really liked it, actually. Um, The first year that we raced there, I didn't enjoy it as much. But then this year, I think it's funny, like, just goes to show how much we've sort of improved. Like, sections that just seemed so hard uh, the year before. This year, we were just, like, yeah, blazing through them. Um, Cracking weather as well. Yeah. Perfect weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so definitely like a lot of yeah rocky gullies and creeks and that's definitely my style like I love those um, rock steps and, and sections like that where you know having those little trial skills and stuff can really save you a lot of energy and um, helps a lot so um, yeah I enjoyed it I had a good race um, but I think I got third there um, but yeah it was good it, was, it definitely looked good like it was a nice it kind of almost looked like the terrain here in some way, you know, it's kind of loose, loose soil, but then like all these rocky kind of riverbanks and then like nice kind of flowy section three and like all these fucking horrible trees that are just all spiking and stab you every time you go past. But it definitely was a, it was a cool race and everybody, by, well, we didn't get to go, but everyone's kind of telling us like it was much better than last year because last year I think it was a bit too easy in some sections compared to where they kind of balanced it out now. Yeah, well, we had, like, a real sort of hard um, hill that first year that we all, all us pros kind of got stuck on and had to help each other and bottlenecked up, and it wasn't real fun. Um, so they got rid of that this year, but then it seemed that the track just dragged on and on last year. Like, it was so such a long race, um, whereas I think this year we got through it a bit quicker and, um, yeah, made the race a bit more enjoyable. Um, did you do two laps? Uh, did I do two laps? I don't know. Was it just one? No, I must have done two. I think I can't remember. This is how bad my memory is. Sort of stuff like so bad with the people like, oh, you remember this party out in the track or this and that? I'm just like, oh no, like <laughs> just down racing. I, I honestly, yeah. I got a mate like that. He's shout out to Ian if he listens to this. You can't remember anything. So you yeah. don't like remember it? Like, do you remember when you're racing though? So when you go for your second lap, you go, okay, I know they've got a like a fucking sketchy hill here or that or do you just like completely yeah. forget about nah, it? Nah, somewhat um, but then yeah also like later on yeah someone about oh I remember this hill and there's a log on the side and then you turned up and around there I'm just like oh yeah oh, no, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't think we're at the same race yeah, yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound like anything I was because <laughs> you went too Michael though you were there yeah. you were there as a sweet yeah well I, I went to race it but on the way up um, I won't say where I bought it from but I bought a chicken pizza uh, from a pub and I got the worst food poisoning of my life and, uh, and oh man are you serious yeah so it was like 24 hours of driving from Melbourne to get up there because oh. we drove up 
uh, mate Ian and I, and yeah, I was absolutely crook. Saturday night when we were out at the pub, so out at yeah, out having dinner, I just charged into the Dunnies and uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> and didn't leave. Yeah, it was coming out both ends. It was a shocking. shocking was that time. Saturday night before the race? Uh, that was the yeah Friday night, and then so I did the prologue, and I was literally throwing up in the bushes just outside the start. Of the what prologue. an image like, right now! Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah don't you stop. And um, so that was the was the worst ride of my life on the yeah. Saturday. Holding it the all prologue. in. Yeah. yeah, I was. Sorry. I said. I said to the boys that were there. I was like, "There's an eighty percent chance I'm going to shit myself." So <laughs> That, um, is, that is too high. That is yeah, unacceptable was, percentage. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've, you've come we all this, have a percentage. Eighty percent, not okay. You've come this far. It'll be you know we'll have a laugh about it afterwards. Like, yeah, you're right. All right. So, but I didn't. I'll put that on record. I didn't shit myself. Thank um, you. Thank you for that. Yes, well right. done. You're yeah. you're an adult and held it in like a normal person. I did, well I done. Did, yeah. But then uh, afterwards, I said to Greg, so I just can't do it. And he said, you've come too far not to ride, so you can sweep it if you want. And I had a really, really good time. So was it cool watching the goal guys go through? It was wicked. Like, sweeping, yeah, I'd be like a professional sweep racer. Right? <laughs> like, it was so much job, fun. Eh? It was awesome. I cruised around with um, Ina Coleman and Jack Whiteside all day. Oh, yeah. And um, so helping them get through the the silver stuff and everything. And it was so much fun. I always and, loved it. I love the sweep because you get to have a bit of a taste of the bronze yeah. feel like a fucking hero on the bronze then you go to silver and get a little bit I, tamed and then you go to fucking go and go nope. I, just, I just stuck to the, the silver silver trap oh you day. trophy yeah. hunter yeah. fucking <laughs> trophy hunter over here <laughs> what sweat what the, yeah I, can't, I literally was like the last person on the track coming back through a trophy hunter um, but, but for you how did you pull up after that race because I mean like Kosciuszko was so wet and kind of it wasn't as fast as it could have been how do you pull up after, say, Mount Morgan, where it is a bit faster? Um, yeah, I remember being pretty buggered, I think. <laughs> Good. Um, Good, we're normal yeah, then. All right, yeah, cool. Definitely, yeah, towards the end of the race, like, I, yeah, cramps started to kick in a little bit and all that sort of stuff, um, but my hands and everything held up all right. Like, sometimes I'll rip all the skin off my hands and that pretty bad, just from hanging on, um, so, especially, like, in the wet at um cause he was like pretty bad for him they they get shredded up pretty bad but um it's softer grips no know. yeah i don't know nah, he just, just fucking yeah, holds just hold on yeah, hold yeah. Hard, yeah. you actually look at his bars they're bending yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i've always been bad for a day always struggled with it um but my hands have gotten heaps better i don't know it's one of those things probably just a little bit of a little bit of experience and age and it's good for the hands yeah, yeah toughen yeah, up a bit he's got leather hands yeah. now <laughs> um so that's good like i used to have to tape him up and everything and they'd still rip open but now I yeah, don't even have to tape them anymore and also a lot of that comes down to bike setup too I think like I know that my bike's set up good now because yeah it's less fatiguing on my body and yeah, yeah factory so, yeah factory yeah, rider yeah. Like, they've got like 20 bars he chooses yeah, from yeah. hundreds of grips like, like a little grip testing station yeah he's got yeah. a grip testing yeah. station <laughs> <laughs> on the heater grips too yeah. yeah I mean we know how these factory guys yeah. ride I mean we got yeah we got yeah, your ribbon poor Ash he just about has to put a new set of bars on it after every race because they always yeah end up bent and bent yeah really yeah pretty much do you um, run like any any different bar to, to stop um, just running the rental like rentals but they're kind of the closest to a stock bend pretty much i think actually they're they're 10 mil rise because i was running ransom little 10 mil rises with the stock bars and um really like that so then we got these rentals which are yeah had a little like 10 mil rise in them but they're not i don't like a crazy amount of back rake i like that sort of standard um sort of bar setup so yeah pretty pretty good pretty perfect i like them so yeah, that's right. what about you with on this new on this new gasser are you going to change anything up? yeah i run the um 
uh, run the factory Husky Band, actually, on oh, my right. bikes. Yeah, a bit controversial. But that, is, a, that is very controversial. Yeah, yeah, Husky bars on a KDM and now a gasser. Because I'm such a shit rider, I run the, uh, is it the Renthal? The, the twin the twin, walls. The twin yeah. wall bars because they don't bend as well so that much so that's up that's it no. one little chip for you just <laughs> double wall that motherfucker shit and bend it so no matter how bad you can't wheel it it's good so um but it, it's cool that you kind of you've learned that i said for your hands and things like that because <clears throat> you haven't done any off-road stuff since we saw you at kosciuszko i don't think you've done the nah. motocross but yeah what about coming to this event like this like this event obviously again completely different to well, I suppose not that different in Mount Morgan, but it's still yeah, enough it different. It seems kind of similar, but I guess we'll know tomorrow. Yeah, really sure. like. we yeah. took the helicopter ride. Yeah, the helicopter was awesome. Yeah, did you go out? Yeah. yeah, you go around the whole track, man. Yeah, you get to yeah. see the whole track. It was yeah, wicked. Yeah. We and saw goats. some wild goats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was sick. We yeah. should have shot those motherfuckers <laughs> and ate them. I tell you, I don't know. <laughs> that would have been good. But um, have you done any different prep for this race? Nah, not really. I've, I've actually been... Struggling a little bit with how, I guess they're pretty close together, these races, so I've literally oh, only yeah. been getting, like, a couple of rides in between them, um, so it hasn't, yeah, work's been flat out, and everything's crazy at the moment, and, um, yeah, everyone's busy, so it's been hard for me to actually really get some good training, and, like, literally only get probably two, three rides in between each round. Because, wow, really? Yeah, yeah so. Because, I mean, Bathurst was only four weeks ago? Yeah, three, weeks three, ago? three or four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. there's really not much riding between Mount Morgan, Bathurst, and, and now. Yeah, no, they've all been close together. So, um, I mean, it's good in a way. You go off that race pace and you can just um, keep sort of keep that race fitness um, going. But, yeah, bad, like haven't been able to really put in a decent sort of effort because I kind of like to taper it off a little bit towards, um, towards the race. I like, don't want to go blowing myself out mm. a week or two before mm. it. So I'm kind of just going out, training, just circulating, keeping sort of, yeah... But no, no huge improvements, I don't think, are really getting, like, yeah, you can't yeah, mm. blow yourself out too much. But. Well, I guess then we should talk about it. We should talk about Bathurst, mate. Because that's probably one reason as well why you haven't been on the bike very much. Goldfield's, Goldfield's Extreme, I think the round is called. Yep. What happened there, mate? Because, um, I mean, you did some spectacular things. No, don't get me wrong. Like, we watched you on Pro Like, <laughs> spectacular. And uh, I guess we should probably just talk about that. Like, how did you find the Goldfield's Extreme itself? Yeah, look, I was a bit... It was just one of those um, weekends for me, I guess, where a few sort of bad things line up and you just have a have a bad weekend. Um, so just put it down to that. But, yeah, I was real excited. The prologue track was sick and um, had those, yeah, big uh, pipe double jumps and stuff in it. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is me. And, and, the, um, and the kind of the rollers that you could potentially hit as, as uh, whoops, yeah, but no one did. No. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yep, this is cool. And I felt good, like, first kind of little bit of track was just a little single track and then into this little um enduro cross style section and um everyone's there like we're all walking oh who's gonna jump who's gonna jump this first who's gonna jump this or everyone's looking at it and then um i come in and just too excited over jumped the first one kind of flat landed then sort of started going off the takeoff for this second one and as soon as as soon as the bike left (laughs) the edge of it i just knew it wasn't gonna gonna go too well for me (laughs) because it just it just shot me straight up in the air, basically, and um, huge big air wheelie. They're the concrete and, uh, pot, those yeah. Pipes, yeah. There was two. Yeah. There was two the same at the start, and then the second one was one smaller, one bigger. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we all we all were talking about it. If you like, if you cook the first one, you fucked the second one. Yeah, that's exactly what exactly you did. what happened. Um, <laughs> it looked way like it was a bad crash, but it, it probably was. It looked way worse than it was. Yeah, like I don't know. It's always 
typical for me to do something sort of spectacular like that. So, uh, At least you did it in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. yeah, there's so much cool photos <laughs> out there. Like, I think there's one photo you can actually see the fear in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, um, doing it for the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, launched it and it just shot me up. I was expecting to just sort of kick kick the ass end of the bike up a bit and um, not at all, just, just rocket ship me up into the <laughs> sky and um, had that foot on the rear brake to try and come down and save it, but it full missed the um the second pipe i guess and i full yeah missed that kind of opportunity to be able to pull the front down with the with the rear wheel so i just yeah landed and um but he had my stupid leg out and i think my foot was the first thing to hit the ground and um yeah was already having issues with that foot and then um but yeah hit the ground and jumped straight back up and kept going and then kind of just sort of lick my wounds further up the track because there's too many people there watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah because well, everyone was like oh man he just got up like a boss and rode <laughs> off and in my head I was like yeah he probably got past like the first hill and then just cried for like 10 minutes yeah I was just like oh okay this is just going to be a siding lap now <laughs> I'll just cruise around the rest of it and well, I was so thankful to have Ash there my mechanic because um, yeah I think I'd, I bent the radiator pretty bad and stuff and the bike was twisted up so he quickly um, straightened it out Factory. for me mm-hmm. and um got out for another one but i think um did you jump the pipes this time yeah i still i jumped them good the second time but doesn't learn <laughs> um yeah just kind of i don't know might have sort of played with my confidence a little bit because um yeah just couldn't couldn't find myself pushing all weekend like never when i know i'm going good i can feel myself like on the on the edge of basically crashing like you can you feel when you're yeah. going good and you're pushing hard and i just couldn't get to that stage at all on the weekend just um yeah, not very confidence inspiring any of it and just sort of, you know, riding through the bush and long grass and stuff and it, it takes a fair bit of commitment to push yourself through that kind of stuff and, yeah, just that little crash and injury, my foot was sore and um, just struggled to, to get in a rhythm there, so, yeah. That's hard. I mean, I know what you're talking about because yeah, you do find yourself in a nice kind of sweet spot where you're, you're pushing as hard as, you like, almost harder than you can think you can but you're like, oh, if I fucking eat mm. this, I'm going to completely yeah. destroy my bike so it would have been hard especially because you, you had a foot you had a previous foot injury like yeah you had some like i don't know what was it like some yeah, weird it was pimple just, on your foot or something no, no it was this bursitis thing um so it's basically is that too many starbursts no yeah oh, no it's not that um <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> that's, a, that's a dad joke it's, uh, that's a dad uh, joke yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna write that one down <laughs> um yeah i think it's weird like just it can happen like in your shoulders and like any sort of joints really i think there's some sort of Basically, the doctor says, like, this fluid-filled sack that's in your joint, and um, when that gets damaged or whatever, it, yeah, just gets all inflamed and sore, and so, yeah, I think one of the joints kind of in my foot, like, one of my um, toes, I guess, or whatever, like, um, I've sort of been noticing it for a typical bloke, like, just putting it off, <laughs> notice it for the last couple of months. Seven years, yeah. like, um, <laughs> it's the size of a football now hanging out of the Yeah, side. it's like, I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd, like hurt to walk around for a bit and then it'd come good and I'd forget about it and then yeah, um, typical thing yeah yeah, that's but then literally yeah just like a week or two before the race it got like really bad I was like struggling to get through a day at work just gritting my teeth trying to freaking walk that's around man. yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah yeah bloody carrying dunnies around and bloody yeah bloody playing with turds but um <laughs> Pushing, living the dream. Pushing <laughs> living that plumber dream um, for your 85 bucks an hour. So anyway, eventually I was like, right, I, this, yeah, i got to go to the doctor. So uh, put me on like some anti-inflammatories and then that took the edge off it. Um, but he said, yeah, if it, if it continues, come back and get a steroid injection. So 
yeah, I got through that race, and then... Did you feel it during the race? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I was struggling, like, I was limp, I was limping around, like, just on the way down, like, yeah, getting ready on the way down to the race. Already, yeah, foot's all swollen and sore, and then, um, yeah, of course, typical, just land on that exact same foot. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Hard, too, like, you've seen the photos, you yeah. come down, you come, it must be, like, two, three metres, clearly straight flat landing. Yeah, just onto that, and wearing the trials boots, too, which don't offer a huge amount of ankle support and that sort of thing, so, um, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But, um, anyway, I got through that, and then, yeah, went and got the injection, and it's feeling good now, so, yeah, should be right, I think. Did you do much, like, physio training on it? Nah, none of that. Um, nah, none of that. But how did you find the actual, before we go into that, how did you find the Goldfields race, like, itself? Um, didn't really suit me at all. I, I, yeah, I guess, obviously, I was having a, having a bad weekend already, and then, yeah. um, yeah, so the layout, didn't really enjoy the layout of the track much, and, um, oh, a lot, a lot of, rough, lot of, know. lot of looping around, and, um, yeah, just riding through grass and hitting little sticks and, mm. you know, like, yeah, just, yeah, it wasn't having a great weekend, so. There was a lot of, like, those kind of, you know, two, three-inch round logs that would just yeah. be, like, on, on an angle in the middle of nowhere and you'd just be kind of cruising along in the grass and next minute you just fucking lose your whole front end mm. just out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. That's right, like, already just trying to not put too much pressure through my foot yeah. and all that and then when you're dealing with, yeah, the front end getting flicked out from underneath you and you got to react quick and, um, yeah, so... It's, it's like it, it, Bathurst is a different like kind of whole like uh, terrain I suppose than what you're used to riding yeah. and especially that property it, it kind of it's so big and spread out but the hills aren't as massive so you have to really make them technical yeah and um, yeah I think look it was it was definitely not probably a race for you it was it was a very enduroy with just some really cool hill climbs and stuff like that yeah um, I was really cool being so close to town though that was awesome like it was yeah, good though yeah yes. Bathurst, awesome round. Are you going to come back for Mario? Oh, I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see how we're placed with things. Um, it would be cool to ride with him, for sure. Hells yeah. Yeah, yeah it'd be an awesome thing. But I guess, how far was it for you to get to Bathurst? Um, oh, it's a decent drive. What is it? 10 now, 12 hours? Yeah, right. So it's going to be... Somewhere yeah. 10 hours, maybe? It's a big, yeah. Big yeah. yeah. A lot of commitment to come down for it. Yeah. Um, it is. But it would be really cool to, to ride with a world-class rider and, yeah, see how I compare. So, yeah. yeah. Right next to him, mate. Right there, that same <laughs> level. Beetle and Sherker, just fucking yeah. riding next to him. Yeah. It'll be it'll be cool to get his um, opinion on what our level is too. I guess so. Mm. Like, yeah, comes over and rides some of our tracks and how they compare to what he's used to riding. Especially, we're just gonna go. Oh, look at that fucking vertical walk. Go up that, <laughs> and we're all gonna be like, oh, he'll never get up that. And then fucking two minutes later, he's just mountain goat his way up. <laughs> just like this fucking shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then so kind of what's next? I mean that we're. We're here now, uh, Hillston. Very excited. Everyone's excited. Like it was, it was a pretty. Did you you enjoy the prologue? Yeah, I actually did. Um, yeah, walked it yesterday, and you walked the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Shit, we should have done that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the last round, I'm like, right, this round, I'm freaking. I want to do good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, walked it, and yeah, yeah, good. Like a lot of loose rock and stuff, but a lot of that got flicked flicked off the track from all the bronze and silver coming through so by the time you're we... welcome yeah, yeah you're yeah. welcome yeah, don't worry <laughs> that's about it. it no worries yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah by the time we come through a lot of just those like embedded rocks into the dirt sort of thing so it was like that like for us yeah it that, was... that first hill was pretty rocky like, it was pretty oh pretty man rough. There, was, yeah. there was one hill at the very back I think you kind of 
come along on a yeah, bit of like an off camber, but then you then you kind of cut up. Fuck, there was some massive rocks yeah. in there that you just kind of try and get through. I don't know if there was any left when you were there, but there'd be like <laughs> these plate-sized rocks, nice and flat, and you just kick them out from the yeah. side. And, yeah, man, it, was, it was cool. It was a really the, good one. The creek section was awesome. I love that. So it was good, really like fun. that. Um, that loamy dirt is just like any any dirt bike rider's dream like it's oh, yeah. so nice especially even just the red dirt when we kind of yeah. come around to the you kind of pop down off the hill and you had a bit of yeah. that transport section that really nice thick red stuff mm. oh she loved, ripped that up I loved it up the top where it was just sweeping in between the trees yeah. so, it, so much fun did you do Murrumbidgee? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember that. you you were fucking yeah, awesome yeah. so <laughs> do you find it the same as that can you yeah. can you remember that race mate? yeah actually I, I, <laughs> I can remember that and um, I love that race it was sick um, the best like yeah. to me it's still the best it's not uh, far from here is it Murray? yeah no, it was too goy i think yeah yeah cool yeah. i think it was called yeah it was sick out yeah um so no this is very very similar to there um yeah, i know we're just missing the um the super enduro cross that they've got going yeah. with the tires and everything it was sick because you guys were a part of the the night show that's right yeah we had the the um shootout at night and um i think i took that out too so yeah yeah you did yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean it cooked you yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah, I probably, yeah. I remember when we interviewed Tim <laughs> Coleman, he's like, yeah, it was super fun. Never going to push hard and bump something like that again because I was fucked the next day. <laughs> we didn't say fuck. He's a lovely man. But, you know, like, there was a lot of people who said that it was super fun. And for us, the crowd, it was absolutely awesome to watch at night. But it would have totally cooked you. Yeah, look, definitely when everyone's watching and you... you hit yeah, three rounds, I think, too. Yeah, pushing hard and... Um, yeah, no, it was cool. I do love that sort of racing, and um, yeah, it gets me excited too. Yeah, I mean that's a sprint format though, right? Style of racing, that kind of short track super enduro. Like, yeah. does that play better than say this this enduro style style sprinting? Yeah, look, um, I think it probably would suit me. Just I usually, yeah, just maybe still lacking that little bit of endurance and stuff that some of those stronger boys have. So if a shorter little, yeah, um, super enduro track probably definitely up my alley. Like I can push push hard for that bit and red bull and cocaine and... mate that's what you need There's a couple of red bull cocaine drops out there we'll get you sorted we spoke to the chopper yeah oh, he's going to do some uh, rbc kind of drops for us yeah. out there mate don't we'll, we'll set you up yep yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but then that like, kind of leads on to this new super enduro series you both would be super excited because this is kind of both what you you cut your teeth on like you, yeah. you had in trials and enduro enduro cross training Michael, you've done so much wildwood and training down there. You boys must be excited for that for sure. Yeah, I think it's um it's so cool, like especially yeah for spectators, they can sort of see what it's all about. And in these extremes, when we're out in the bush and we're just gone, no one knows what we're doing out there yeah. really. So um yeah, I love I love that, and also it comes back to I guess doing stunt shows and putting on a show for people and stuff, and it probably all works together. And um, don't mind having a bit of a crowd there watching me and sort of gets me pumped and then yeah that rate that just intense racing motocross starts and um really gets the adrenaline going Real bar so. banging kind of stuff yeah, I, don't, I don't know I, I might i might give it a go but i don't know it's, you don't you don't think about doing it oh yeah i'll, I'll give it a, i'll give it a go might yeah might try it out but um it's yeah i don't know it's pretty it's intimidating i think like it is yeah a lot of people like a lot of my mates hate motocross starts <clears throat> and stuff but i love them i, yeah. I, I really enjoy them it's um yeah, I love that that rush to the first corner and love trying to get the whole shot. It's, and yeah, it's gonna be cool because it's not just gonna be hard enduro guys out there either. It's gonna be you'll get motocross guys out there yeah. too, and it's gonna be kind of a real mix of of different riders. 
it's I mean, that's be... what happened with the first Enduro Cross series, like, like yeah. back in whenever that was. I can't yeah, remember. 2014, I think. That's it. Yeah. But I mean, you had Yamaha, you had Honda there, and like Enduro guys coming across. I think you even had like Jacob Smith, don't quote me on that, but like a desert dude come to these, mm. uh, Jess Gardner, all these yeah. rider, Enduro riders come give this a crack. And I really hope that it kind of does the same thing now. Might yeah. actually see more four strokes. I'd love strokes. to see that. Oh, like, maybe a 350 yeah. four stroke. That's what you need. Uh, that's yeah. what that's what you should be on, mate. Get yourself yeah. a 350. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny, like, at the gym, they got um, a sort of TV thing on them and you can search YouTube and that. And I was like, oh, I'll search up. It's good to keep me motivated while I'm running and um, sweating out. And I was like, oh, I'll top, put in Enduro Cross stuff and there was like yeah videos of like toby and all those boys yeah. like they're racing they look heaps younger and like yeah it's it's cool i'd, I'd love to see that grow and get all those yeah, off-road yeah. boys and all the top boys yeah. coming yeah. Racing. really bring the sport together yeah. yeah good on sam for taking you know for doing yeah, it precinct. yeah, yeah it's, it's i'm impressive. really excited to see it but yeah. will that then change the amount of racing you do next year um, or are oh. you just going to go because you're factory now you're just going <laughs> to like hit fucking 15 there's, events there's going to be a lot of races on like, yeah. the it's already pretty chockers the Vic so. Hard Enduro yeah. I think there's yeah Vic Hard the Grassroots New South Wales and there's a Queensland kind of yeah, scene I don't know. talking it's gonna about be, um, then the Super Enduro yeah. Then you're racing Hatter next year too. That's what I've been told. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, I saw your Fink bike. Yeah, I saw your Fink bike actually yeah. getting built. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, this year my focus was grassroots, and um, I don't know what next year will bring. Definitely be keen to do um, those super enduros and stuff, and fit in whatever else I can, and hopefully be working less and riding more, and just yeah, enjoying it, so. living that beat of life. <laughs> yeah, like, that's awesome, man. Well, look, massive congrats. I hope. I hope this weekend goes well for you because I know, as I said, you're in that real pointy end of group, and I think uh, if you, if this goes the way it should, then you know you, you could be a podium for sure. It's real techy, rocky kind of stuff. It's um, definitely something you can do. Yeah, look, I um, I'd really love to get that win. Ultimately, I've yeah, had plenty of seconds and thirds, and just haven't been able to quite pull it together. Right. And bragging, think, in. Um, on, to rub it in, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've like beaten sort of everyone, but just not all at the same time at the same race so, <laughs> yeah. um, well everyone's under the same roof now mate you're yeah. just missing Adam Giles you'll be fine now <laughs> but uh, it's it's exciting and I'm, I'm excited to see where you, you take both yourself and Beta in next year with, with so much more racing now on calendar and uh, excited to see what you're going to do at Wildwood mate because I really fucking you better you better win mate. <laughs> like, if you don't get Beta on that fucking podium yeah and I'll, I'll try my best it's been definitely. a while since Beta has been on the podium I think it's uh, mm. uh, what are we Col- no Coleman he was, like, he was on a Sherco last time he... Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah 20, 2019. Oh, man. All right, 20, then 20, get it on yeah. the podium, mate. Yeah. I'll even I'll even sabotage people with paddle <laughs> prods at the start line just to get you across. All right? Don't worry. We'll get there. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Like, every round I've been seeing more and more beaters. I think um, it's cool to see. It used to be pretty much just me, just about it. Some yeah. of these extremes. They're a good-looking bike. Yeah. Oh, the new ones. Admit that, oh, yeah. The yeah. racing's, are, they're pretty sexy. They're sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... All right, well, who do you want to thank, mate? Who do you have to thank? Um, yeah, obviously, just the Beta, Beta Australia and all our supporting sponsors. Um, they're putting a huge amount of work into sending me to these races with the best possible um, setup. So I really appreciate it, and I just hope I can, yeah, get the good results for them and um, keep everyone happy. But, yeah, so huge thanks to them. Um, we got heaps of, heaps of sponsors that sort of sponsor our team and keep us... Uh, keep us going with everything so and people can follow you on all social media platforms yeah yeah um instagram and facebook and whatever i'm sort of i don't really i'm not the kind of guy to boast a lot and sort of post heaps of stuff but um i'll yeah post up race results and all that kind of stuff and 
Um, that's something I should probably try and work on a bit probably more. Probably just, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 pro- yeah. You're a factory writer, mate. you gotta, you got to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, like it's... um. It's a bit of effort to go out and film and stuff because when I just get Barry, yeah, yeah, uh, Barry, <laughs> Barry's still creeping in your backyard, mate. He hasn't left. <laughs> He's wondering where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would. It's something I would like to do more now that I'm sort of yeah working less, and it's definitely one of those things I'd like to put some more time into and um, do a bit of filming and that because yeah, it is an effort. Like you can't just sort of when I go out to ride because I don't have a lot of time to ride. I want to ride and get something out, like get something yeah. out of it. So. Um, to go out and film, you kind of just yeah spend a lot of time mucking around and stuff, but it's worth it. Um, so, and it's sort of a lot of things too. I um, don't think much of it, but then someone else is like, "Wow, oh, that's sick! Like that's yeah. awesome! That little nose wheelie or wheelie or whatever." And well, I just like yeah. the sort of Billy Bolt was saying um, just recently. There's a video of him in like 2016, I think, on a Kato when he first did Romaniacs, just wheeling through one of the log matrixes, and he said that video. On the media day was a huge part of him getting a factory ride the next year just yeah. because it was shared so much it was so crazy like everyone loved it yeah so like that, he, that's all it takes yeah that one weird video that that's nobody it. would think about because we, we like recently put up a video of uh cory mcmahon coming in at a pit stop at hatter where he hit a log or something and blew his rear brake caliper off and he'd been riding with a rear brake at hatter yeah. with no rear brake just flopping in the wind and his disc was like completely gone his hub was sheared and now it's got like 360,000 views from people that like all over the world. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, this is a nothing. Like, we've got cooler videos than that, but <laughs> this one got the views? I have yeah. no idea. So it, it is crazy how it kind of can work out of nowhere. So, man, you got to start posting. Yeah. Get your OnlyFans account going. Like, let's <laughs> let's get more publicity for you. Yeah. No, it would be good. I'd love to, um, yeah, get a few few more followers and get a bit more of a profile going. It would be cool. So. Yeah. Keep that beta, beta, beta money coming in, mate. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, Michael, who do you want to thank? Because, I mean... Yeah, we've been cool friends for a while. It's been cool to kind of watch you progress over the year. Now to see you on Gas Gas, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I guess thank Peter Stevens, um, Aaron for Peter Stevens Geelong for hooking me up. With the, we can't the... thank them too much because isn't it Peter Stevens Rock Garden at Wildwood? Isn't it that, is. the, isn't yeah, that yes. the horrible rock garden? We yeah. can't thank him too much for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many people thank him when they're in the middle of that. Because do you like that rock garden part of Peter? That yeah, Wildwood, look, or is it the, the man-made stuff better? Um, it's funny because that was like, yeah, that beat, like that rock garden was like, insane that's so hard and now we're kind of doing that sort of stuff all the yeah. time so yeah, yeah. it is crazy it's yeah. like i remember when we first saw wildwood many years ago and you guys were kind of stuck in there for a lot longer and then when we finally got to wildwood it was just brown 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 like straight up like nothing i yeah. couldn't imagine what it'd be now like this year it wouldn't even be like a hard section yeah it'd be interesting so, um steve's doing plenty of other stupid shit yeah, yeah Steve's just been dumping yeah. all the oil down it so like <laughs> <laughs> it's just all oil slick rocks so that's how he's making he's it hard he's got plenty of crazy ideas in the, uh, in the pipeline so, Peter yeah. Stevens has been dumping old bike parts and stuff in there so it's just like tubes and yeah. old tyres in there he's like yeah, get through that you fuckers <laughs> but yeah, who else do you have to pick um, oh yeah my trainer from Zeke from ET Fitness he's been really good he's helped me lose weight and get fit and just improve my life a lot I guess because cool, yeah, yeah it's good and just the, the boys that I ride with really you know they yeah, keep, yeah. keep me motivated and just, keep me going just rubbing into bloody solo rider over here you're yeah. like oh thanks to all my mates and, yeah. and Rumor's like I don't have any friends to ride with um, yeah that's that's cool alright man well thank you so much for re-recording this if people listen to this they'll know that there may be two different kind of background noises we've got a helicopter literally flying over the top of us. Yeah. So, but uh, thank you very much for your time, man. Super excited to see where you're going. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you probably next year during the Super Enduro Series. Awesome. Thank That's you. Sweet. Sounds right. good.